Coming at you live is from Studio 306 in the heart of the Mizzou campus. This is Mizzou, our time to podcast, your source for the voices of the Mizzou, our time to lead campaign. You can join the campaign by following Mizzou Giving on Facebook and Instagram or by visiting giving.missouri.edu. My name is Eric Ferguson, and I work in the Office of Advancement. As usual, I have surrounded myself with people who are smarter than I am, and I'll ask my co-hosts to introduce themselves. I'm Connor Voss, and I also work in the Office of Advancement. Hi, and I'm Sabrina Aulis, and I work in donor relations, but I'm also a Mizzou student and president of Mizzou Student Foundation, which is run out of donor relations. Thank you both for uh, taking the time to be with us today. And before we get to today's feature interview about Mizzou alternative breaks, let's let's give everyone a brief uh, rundown of what's been going on on campus. So it's been a while. It's been a minute. I think that's what the kids say these days. It's been a minute. <laughs> a hot minute. <laughs> hot second. <laughs> it's been a hot second since our last episode. So, you know, we did Homecoming. That was amazing. Homecoming Hall of Fame. Everything was terrific. Um, we have a Nobel Prize winner, Dr. George P. Smith, won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry, and he will actually receive his Nobel Prize uh, on December 10th in Sweden. Yeah. So, And maybe more importantly, he actually got his own bike stand at Mizzou. He so did. It has a plaque and everything right outside. So, it, yeah, we have missed all of these news events, but now we're covering them for you. But also, more recently... Thankful Tigers took place the first week in November. Sabrina, as president of the Mizzou Student Foundation, I look to you for an update on what Thankful Tigers is and like how students participated. So Thankful Tigers is really um, a way for students to give recognition for the donors that have given students so much at Mizzou. A lot of students here at Mizzou are only here because of the scholarships that they've received, and so Thankful Tigers is a week that Mizzou Student Foundation helps put on where students come and write thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes to their donors. So we've sent out, I want to say, over 700 thank you notes to donors um, all around the country. Terrific. Yeah. And then also, more recently than that even, yesterday, as we're recording, was Giving Tuesday. Connor, just give us five seconds about Giving Tuesday. Probably more than five (laughs) seconds. Maybe ten seconds. Maybe we'll need 10. So Giving Tuesday, as a lot of you might know, is an international day of giving um, where nonprofits across the world are looking for support. And we were very lucky to have a lot of support from our Mizzou family. We had a lot of gifts made yesterday, so it was a great show of support for Mizzou yesterday on Giving Tuesday. And it does not replace Mizzou Giving Day, which is coming up in March, but it's just a sneak preview of Mizzou uh, Giving Day 2019. Um, so that's just a brief update on what's been going on around campus. We'd also like to provide an update on the Mizzou Our Time to Lead campaign. Thanks to the generosity of thousands of alumni and friends, we've raised more than $1.1 billion toward our $1.3 billion goal. Thank you to everyone who has supported our students and faculty by making Mizzou stronger. And not only do our supporters make Mizzou stronger, they make the world stronger through their support of programs like Mizzou Alternative Breaks. And actually, I... So we will talk to Zoe Parham in a second here about Mizzou Alternative Breaks, but Connor and Sabrina, you both have participated in Mizzou Alternative Breaks. That is correct. Which is why you're here with me today. (laughs) Sabrina, as the most recent Mizzou Alternative Breaker, (laughs) where did you go and what was one thing that you learned or took home with you? Right. So I most recently went on a spring break trip this past spring break to Harveyville, South Carolina, where I worked in a swamp for a week called Four Holes Swamp. So I went on an environment emphasis trip down there and we worked on getting rid of invasive species within the swamp 
and connecting with the community. So that's something that... So inv- invasive species, is that like yeah. uh, bird scooters on campus? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually am pro bird scooter personally. Okay. Well, that's a separate so, podcast. But. but yeah, we would cut down lots of trees and did a lot of weed eating and it was a lot of grunt work. We, it was long days, but it was so much fun. I was with 11 other students on that trip. So, and then soon in almost a little over a month i'll be going to bluff utah and on an indigenous people's trip where i'll be working in a um, local elementary school that's a part of navajo nation so that will be an also amazing experience and what is your major i'm an accounting major (laughs) so these are like these are experiences and just um sides of life that I mean, you, you didn't come here to work in a swamp, obviously. No, I <laughs> And you not. weren't necessarily looking to be a teacher, but then you're going to have these teaching experiences. Right. In well, addition to your accountancy major. Right. That's one of the best things about MAB is that it allows you to explore things that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. Students, I mean, I you spend $200 on a spring break trip going to South Carolina, which I've never been to the Carolinas before. I've mm-hmm. never been to a swamp before. And I'm passionate about the environment. So spending a week doing something I'm passionate about and giving back to a community is really, I think, the best way to spend a break, to spend my time um, that I have free from school. And Connor, tell us a little about uh, about the olden days of 2014 <laughs> when you went to uh, alternative break. Yes. It's probably um, alternative spring, ba- spring break back in those days. Well, that was my first trip. So I went on a few trips um, during my undergrad time at Mizzou. Um, actually, the first two trips, I think, were when it was still called alternative spring break, and both of those were mm-hmm. on spring break. Um, so I went on two Habitat for Humanity trips, one to South Carolina and then the other to Mississippi. So on those trips, I had never used any power tools before, so I learned a little bit about being a little more handy and got to give back to some really deserving families there. Um, and then in 2014, once it had evolved a little bit and the program involved um, international trips, um, I went on a trip to the Dominican Republic with Outreach 360, which is an organization that um, works with um, volunteers to teach English to students in the Dominican Republic. So we got to work with some really awesome students there mm-hmm. and also travel somewhere I'd never been. So really, really powerful experiences. That's tremendous. Uh, to hear more about Mizzou Alternative Breaks and to learn about what uh, phrases like Poco a Poco and <laughs> Be Gumby, what kind of uh, impact those phrases have on students both during their time on the trip and then when they come back home. Uh, we're going to talk to Zoe Parham, who uh, has gone on many, many uh, Mizzou Alternative Breaks. And uh, she will tell us about why Mizzou Alternative Breaks was important to her and why it's important to the community beyond campus. So Zoe, we understand you have a long history with the Mizzou Alternative Breaks program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. I am getting ready to go on my fourth trip with MAB. I've never sight-led a trip, and I'm not sight-leading this trip but I have gone to Gulf Islands National Seashore, Portland, Oregon, Zion National Park, and I'm getting ready to go to New Orleans. Very cool. Can I take a step back? <clears throat> Can you tell us just a little bit about what site leading entails, but also more broadly, what is an alternative break? Is that, that I just go party somewhere else, or how does, how does it work? <laughs> Mizzou Alternative Breaks are student-led service trips with a huge range of focuses. So those could include 
women's issues, environment, Habitat for Humanity, Homelessness and Poverty. I think there's around 13 or so, but don't quote me on that number. Um, Site leading a trip entails organizing the entire trip. You find the place that you're going to stay. You find the place that you are going to serve at. You choose the participants for your trip. Mm. They're definitely not a party but they do fall during those those break periods. So they have Thanksgiving break, winter break, spring break, and they recently added summer trips. Um, so which breaks have you attended trips on? I have been on one winter, two summer, and this next one will be a Thanksgiving break trip. Can I jump in? So why wouldn't you just go party? Like why is why is this the way to spend <clears throat> why is this the way to spend your break for you? For me, I have met my closest friends through Mizzou through Mizzou Alternative Breaks. I still talk to people from my very first break. One of them actually lives in my basement. Um, I I do these trips because you meet incredible people and you are in a way forced to learn about them and talk to them and break free of of the everyday rhythm that we get into talking to the same people doing the same things you get to meet new people that you would never meet otherwise and you get to do something meaningful with them which creates a really special bond that you will always share so for you, what's been the most meaningful memory that you've been able to make through alternative breaks through your service? My most meaningful memory? That's so hard. Because there have been so many. Or you can tell us about a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> a very, very, very goofy memory. Um, that is meaningful to me. Happened on my very first trip in Pensacola, Florida. I was really, really interested in going to this bird sanctuary. And I convinced a lot of people on the trip to go to this bird sanctuary with me. And we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. It was so far out of town and we get there and it's in someone's backyard and it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. <laughs> we were so confused and it was the most beautiful memory because I think half of the trip was in attendance for the bird sanctuary adventure and we all just really bonded over a the absurdity of the situation and b just the fact that everything about it seemed to go wrong um, <laughs> but we were doing that together um, so what do you do when things go wrong that? Wait, can I, can I raise my hand here? Yeah. Can you tell, what does be Gumby mean? Okay. <laughs> be Gumby is essentially be flexible. Go with the flow. And that is the most important thing that you can bring to one of these trips. When you have, you know, 9 to 12 people in usually two separate cars, communication is difficult. Logistics are difficult. Everything gets really complicated and the ability to just go with it and be down for whatever's going to happen is 
so important on these trips. Um, in in the scenario of the bird sanctuary, at that point in my life, I I was really dead set on going to the bird sanctuary. And, you know, some people were like, eh, whatever. But now, if I were in that situation again, I would definitely have more of an approach of this is what I would like to do, but I'm super stoked to do whatever the group wants to do rather than I feel like it's my destiny to go to this bird sanctuary. Um, I've gone on several other trips. I've gone abroad since then, and I, I think that ability to adapt, I'll be cool with your plans changing is so important. And th- these trips really do reiterate that for people. So way back when, before your first trip, what motivated you to even start with this program? I have no idea. There was no defining moment. Um, I think I just heard about it, maybe in speaker circle. I heard Mizzou Alternative Breaks, and I was like, what's that? So I went and I looked it up online. I didn't know anyone who had gone on a trip. Um, I didn't know anyone who was planning to go on one, but I went online and applications were open, and I said, you know, why not? Why not? And I just applied. I got chosen. And now I'm on my fourth trip, so I obviously really love it. (laughs) So we understand there's also a lot of logistics that go in on um, the fundraising side for one of these trips. Um, Do you have any experience with that along the way? Absolutely. So the main way that Mizzou Alternative Breaks raises money for these trips is through something that they call Adopt-A-Breakers. So these are pre-made letters that are specific to each trip saying where you're going, what you're doing, why you're trying to raise this money that you can, you know, put your own little note on and then send out to um, family friends, family, your doctors, anyone you can think of who might donate money to your trip. Um, Something really special about the trips is that they are so much more affordable than traveling for your break. For example, a spring break trip, you'll pay $200, and that includes your lodging, your food, your transportation. All it really doesn't include would be gas station snacks and souvenirs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The bird sanctuary (laughs) t-shirt. The bird sanctuary t-shirt. If they were open. (laughs) The bird sanctuary, oh my gosh. Um, they also have a lot of scholarships available to students so fundraising for the trips is extremely important to keep them affordable for students Um, there's that you go downtown and go canning asking people for money there are lots of different profit shares that can be set up around Columbia for your trips Um, yeah so when you arrive at at the site how do you uh, introduce yourself to the locals. How do you explain to people why you're there, where you're from, all that, all that kind of thing? How do those interactions mm-hmm. go? And are they kind of skeptical of you? Or are they welcoming? Or does it vary by where you are? Absolutely. Everywhere we go, we're doing something 
with a community of people. Um, that's part of what makes Mizzou Alternative Breaks so special. So two of my trips were environment related and in in both of those we were in we were serving on public lands so those naturally draw not only locals but people from all over the country and everywhere we go no matter who's around they're definitely curious about what we're doing especially if we're all wearing matching (laughs) t-shirts um so people ask you know oh you know are they are they paying you to be here or something like that and and we all happily say no we're just just volunteering just serving um people usually will give a little bit of a a background of what MAB is Mm -hmm. they'll say you know we're students from Mizzou we're here on our spring winter summer break insert break here and we are doing this project for um you know either Zion National Park Gulf Islands National Seashore in in Portland it was a really unique experience because we were serving with several different organizations while we were there so almost every day we had a new opportunity to meet people in the community share what we were doing and that was another special experience because the service focus was children so that was the most community heavy trip I've experienced whereas the other two were environment based Um, people are always extremely curious and everyone on on the trip takes a lot of pride in what we're doing and is happy to share share as much about the program as they know so aside from raising funds to prepare for this trip what do you all do as a group to prepare to go serve in these locations it's different with every trip but before leaving there are usually weekly meetings where you go over logistics for the trip principles of MAB such as be Gumby and um, yeah Poco a Poco Poco a Poco <laughs> so I'll, I'll backtrack we did a demo with Ben Daniels in 2015 I don't know if you know Ben Daniels I don't know Ben he, so he was like uh, he was my introduction to Mizzou Alternative Breaks and so he like rattled off is there seven or nine or eleven it's some odd number how many are there service focuses yeah oh principles, principles. I believe it's seven seven yeah yeah so he just like yeah you were into this I don't think I could rattle them off but I could definitely explain each of them it's not a quiz what is your favorite service principle my favorite principle Aside from Be Gumby, I really love Bring It Home. That's the seventh principle, um, usually the last one that you learn about, and it basically is saying, have this experience, serve this community, really enjoy it, really learn from it, but recognize that you can do that in your own community. You can do that right here in Columbia, Missouri. You can make an impact and develop a relationship with a nonprofit or or any organization and and serve with them. So have you brought it home at all from any of your trips? That is a very good question. I have not gotten involved in any organization in Columbia that is 
long-term volunteering, which is something that I would definitely love to do in my life. Um, but I've definitely hopped on as many smaller opportunities as I can. Um, once I'm stationary in a place, that's definitely <laughs> yeah, right. a goal of mine is to develop a relationship with an organization and serve with them, you know, on a regular basis. That's a life goal. So do you recognize any changes in yourself from being part of Mizzou Alternative Breaks? These are deep talks. I don't think <laughs> I warned you. We, we go deep. I studied abroad in Thailand, and it was with a little bit of a bigger group. It was with 14 other people, I believe, 13, 13 or 14 other people. And at that point, I had gone on two MAB trips, and I definitely feel like that prepared me extremely well to be traveling with a group of people in a country like Thailand for a month. Um, just, just the patience and the way you interact with people and the ability to be Gumby are all enhanced by Mizzou Alternative Breaks. So for me, yeah. My last question, if you had to give one piece of advice to someone who is deciding to apply for a trip, what would you say to them? Anyone who knows me knows that my advice is to just apply. Just apply and see what happens. Um, a lot of people don't want to give up their spring break. A lot of people have internships over the summer. There are a lot of reasons not to go, but I think they can all be, what's the word? You can break down all of the walls. Um, for me, I have had such incredible experiences on my trips and everyone who I've recommended to go on a trip has really enjoyed it. One of my friends, um, she was doing trail work in New Mexico. She hurt her ankle really badly on the first day and still loved the trip <laughs> still loved the trip um yeah my advice is to just apply just make the time and make it a priority and it will be so worth it it will pay off thousandfold i have three follow-up questions amazing <laughs> actually these are not follow-up questions these are completely unrelated what is your favorite spot on campus my favorite spot on campus is, without a doubt, Tucker Greenhouse. Okay, we've never heard of Tucker Greenhouse as an answer. <laughs> what is Tucker Greenhouse? Tucker Greenhouse is attached to Tucker Hall. The entrance is on the bottom floor of Tucker Hall, and it is open to anybody, I believe, 8 to 4 or 9 to 4, Monday through Friday. You can go in. There's a cactus room. There's a tropical room. You can just walk through. How have feel we never heard of this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a really beautiful spot on campus, and the woman who runs the greenhouse, her name is Barb Sonderman. Hi, Barb. Hi, Barb. <laughs> she is definitely the most influential person I've met at Mizzou, and that place is full of life and love. Um, definitely Tucker Greenhouse. All right. Uh, favorite place to eat in Columbia? <laughs> this yes. is where we make a bunch of restaurants mad. I'm from Columbia, so it... Oh, Hickman or Rockbridge? Or What's Battle? your guess? What's oh, well, my guess. guess. Yeah. Oh, now you're going to get me in yeah. trouble. 
Uh, I'm going to say that you seem to be, like me, a very intelligent Hickman QP. Good job, Eric! <laughs> I went to Hickman. Um, I, I love Columbia food. Okay, my favorite restaurant, it used to be called Oasis Cafe, and then it was mm. sold by the owner, and it is now called the Med Mex Cafe. They have Mexican food and mm. Mediterranean food. It's an amazing, 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 underrated restaurant that cool. everyone should try. Yeah, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. Um, oh, I said I had three questions. Oh, the, the third one. Uh, last song that you listened to. Last song that I listened to. Right before this, I was actually adding songs to a big group playlist for the upcoming MAB trip. That's why I asked. <laughs> so I just listened to probably... A hundred songs, just two seconds of each. Um, was it Fleetwood Mac? It wasn't Fleetwood Mac. Oh, it should be. We'll talk about Fleetwood Mac after this. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mama Cass Elliot, Make Your Own Kind of Music. Again? A lot of unique answers I've not there. Heard, yeah, thank you very much. This is yes. quite possibly my favorite lightning round ever. Okay. I'm done with questions. Yeah, that's all I have. Uh, Zoe, thank you very much for joining us today on Mizzou, Our Time to Podcast. Have fun on your trip. Thank you. Welcome back to Studio 306. Before we wrap up, we want to give a couple of quick plugs. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mizzou Giving. You can also learn more about giving to Mizzou at giving.missouri.edu. If you'd like to learn more about the Mizzou Alumni Association, you can visit Mizzou.com and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back with another episode next month. Thank you for listening to Mizzou, our time to podcast. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Thank you for listening to Mizzou, Our Time to Lead podcast, M-I-Z. Okay, start over with the thank you. What does it say? What? Mizzou, Our Time to... Lead podcast. No, no, it's just Mizzou, Our Time to podcast. Oh, there's what no, the hell? There's no lead in there. <laughs> this is Our Time to podcast. We're, posi- we're podcasting That's right now. That's the name of this? Yes! <laughs>